When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your skin refuses to be defined by age. That's why Agency designed Future Formula, a personalized anti-aging formula prescribed by a dermatology provider to treat fine lines, wrinkles, dark spots, and more. Agency has clinically proven ingredients like tretinoin, which is up to 20 times stronger than over-the-counter retinol. Future Formula by Agency. Get your first month free at withagency.com. That's W-I-T-H-A-G-E-N-C-Y.com. $4.95 shipping and handling subject to consultation. Subscription required. Cancel anytime. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Hello and welcome to Like-Minded Friends with I, Tom Allen. And me, Susie Ruffle. Hello and welcome. Now, this week in our first first episode of 2016... Happy we, New Year. Ha- happy New Quit. Um, the, we will be talking about... Uh, what we, Oh, New Year's resolutions. New Year's resolutions, Tom. Which you decided in the last episode would be the topic for this one. And I can tell you that I have thought... Not so at all much. about it. <laughs> so, between that time and now. Have you got any New Year's resolutions? Just keep on keeping on. <laughs> <laughs> because do people, I feel like it's the sort of thing that people don't do anymore. It's sort of become a, a bit passe. Yeah, it's, it's a good... People do like the giving up smoking or do one of those things, don't they? Mm, those horrible adverts with all the guts on a cigarette. Oh, yeah, they're horrible. They mm, do put me on. Horrible. Always people just sort of like smoking out the back of a council house, aren't they? It's never glamorous. No, it's never glamorous. Like, I went to see the Danish girl this week. Another... Well, actually, I don't, we should explain to the listeners what happened. We basically started recording and then we looked up at the computer screen and realised that we hadn't recorded the last few minutes. So I don't know. I think we did talk quite a lot about Denmark, but it didn't record it. Oh, yeah. Oh, do you want to talk about Denmark again? Should we? It will, but I think it will, it will sound very... Anyway, you went to see the Danish. <laughs> I think it'll just sound really stiff, won't it, if I'm going, yes, and Borgen. And, I mean, let's, let's just say I think Denmark... Is very cool and very chic. Very chic, and I like. I mean, I think it's a very dangerous place. There's all those murders that happen there. We've seen it on the television, and I also enjoy Borgen about the status minister and how they say "tak tak for new." I like all that. What's "tak for new" mean? I think I established from the subtitles that it means "thanks for now." "Tak for new." "Tak for new." I think that's what it means. "Tak tak tak tak," and uh, "hi hi." They say instead of "hi." Yes. So do Dutch people. They say hi, hi. Hi, and hi. I've always thought it, found it adorable. Oh, it is nice, isn't it? Hi, hi. And I think it's very stylish, very chic, very sharp, very... Well, the hands. film, The Danish Girl, is very chic. Is it now? Very. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought Eddie Redmayne was excellent. Is he? Yeah. I would like to see it. I did see a clip of it. On yeah, the he's beautiful as well. He yeah. really is beautiful. He is an extraordinary looking man. He is. He's also an excellent actor. Yeah, he's good at the acting, isn't he? He is really good the at the Academy acting. The Academy recognised it. They, they, they did, they did. But the girl that plays, her name is Alicia, and I can't remember what her surname is, but she's a well, there's Swedish... there's a girl in it as well? Yeah. Oh. 
Well, it's when, before he transitions, it's his wife. Yeah, yeah. sure. And her name is Gerda. Oh, Gerda. Yeah, she's also... Sexy name. (laughs) The old sexy Gerda. Gerda. If you're in the building trade. She's... (laughs) Very stable. Holds up. (laughs) Holds everyone up. (laughs) Always late. Oh, Oh, that's funny. That was good, wasn't it? That was good. Bit of bants. Bit of top bants. Yeah, sorry, Gerda. What's she all about? She's his wife, and then they become friends after his transition. And... um, She's also a painter. You don't need to know this. You're going to go and see the film. I mean, but I didn't know he was a painter, but sure. She is so chic and so oh. cool. And she smokes with a long cigarette holder. Oh, I know. It's and I think if they put those sorts of things on the NHS smoking camp, it would no one would stop. They'd be like, oh, she looks so chic. That's the problem, isn't it? They do have to show it as a sort of uh, unaspirational thing. But I would be interested to see if they brought out those those vaping things in a long... They would be elegant, wouldn't they, if you brought those out? But they'd be very large, wouldn't they? Mm, I know. And impractical. But I'm I'm nothing if not impractical. You are nothing if not impractical. I am nothing so... if not a, fri- if a bit of icing on top of life. That's all I can ever be. That's all you are. And mm. What I think of you, you're the. Well, yeah, a bit of a, a bit of bit of what? Don't know. Yeah, I sing marzipan. Bit of, bit of marzipan. <laughs> bit of marzipan on top. So, are you giving up anything? No. Well, I mean, I, I would. What, what should I give up? I, I mean, I should give. I think this again was talked about in our recording bit that was chopped out by the cruelty of the computer. But you were saying about how you're going to give up looking at your phone. Or you're going to give up... Well, I'm going to try to look at my... I'm constantly refreshing emails. And constantly even when I'm like watching you don't TV... don't have push notifications. Yes. Well, oh, but I, it, it, it eats up your battery, Tom. But um, I, I'm always sort of doing that. I'm like Even when I'm watching telly, like obviously not the pictures. I'm not an animal. Some people will, though. Some people, some people will do, do that. They will, and in the theatre and in comedy gigs as well. Oh, I hate it. But if I'm doing something like that, I won't. But if I'm at home, I'll refresh my emails. If I'm waiting for something to come through. Yeah. You know, waiting for something to do with work. Oh, I'm terrible for it. Yeah. Well, it's the modern malady. I think I really feel there's a revolution yet to come about how we we will just all throw our phones in the water because I think it's absolute insanity that you'll see a family who've come out for dinner or something and, and they're all, all, all on their phones. Their phones. Or I think what will happen is like we'll go, okay, five minute phone time and everyone will just be on their phones for five minutes, check all their messages, respond to anything they need to respond to and then they go back to the conversation. I mean, if I had children, which I don't, but if I did, I wouldn't let them use technology at the table. No, me neither. I totally agree. But some people, you see them, and I, and I know that like parents, they get worn down by the, you know, the ever neediness of children, and they just go, "I'll just look at the phone. I don't care." Yeah, it's quiet. It's um, yeah. I think like you know, it's it, it can be handy, can't it? Sort of giving a child an iPad for an hour or whatever. But I do think it's no. I'm not maybe child's not the best thing to discuss because I don't have children. I don't really know. It must be. Must be very difficult. They seem well. The thing I always think about children or about anything is it doesn't matter if it doesn't if, it, if I don't have any experience of it. I can still have an opinion on it. Yeah, that's that's very the true. beauty that's of the, the internet. Beauty. Yeah, that is really, the beauty of the internet. You know. But yeah, I I think it's horrible. Or like if you see like a couple out. Oh. And they're both on their phones. Both on their phones. Or what's worse, actually, I did see this a bit over Christmas. Couples who've gone out for something to eat and both of them sat there in silence. <gasps> oh, where so did you sad. see that? Weatherspoons in Petswood. Well, I mean, why are you going to Weatherspoons in Petswood? Well. I tell you, Dad and I went in there because Dad said, come on, we'll go there. It's supposed to be lovely. Because his friend Alan goes in Weatherspoons. No, he goes in O'Neill's. Anyway, cut long story short, we went in Weatherspoons. We sat in one of the enclaves and it was lovely. 
Very okay. nice. We had a brandy and a cup of coffee. Yes, it was the afternoon. We didn't care because it was Christmas. And we sat there. It was very nice, except for the sad, sad on sad thing of looking out on a couple who had ordered something to eat and then just sat there in silence. We were waiting for my mum to get her nails done, which took longer than she thought. Anyway, then there was a mad scramble to try and get her to the hairdressers. Oh, we had such a day in Petswood. Why did you and your dad have to accompany your mother? Like she was sort of a woman from the 1600s where she couldn't... We're very... very she should be like seen that. alone. No, because the thing was... Was we were going to go for a walk because we wanted to go for a walk. So dad said, why don't we walk up to Petswood, not far from where mum and dad live. So we walked up, mum was... And when you say mum and dad live there... All right, I live there. <laughs> <laughs> so we all went, my brother didn't come. He doesn't do, he doesn't like to come to things. So we all <laughs> walked up and then mum was annoyed about the whole thing because she didn't want to go to Petswood. She said, oh, I find it so depressing up there. I mean, it is a bit depressing. I mean, the best thing they used to have was a pen shop. That's close now. Um... And there's an undertaker's. And so we went there. Anyway, there's a little place that does uh, does like craft beers. Oh, yeah. We popped in there. Then mum's like, I hate it here. I'm going to go get my nails done. Almost to spite us, she went and got her nails done. Dad and I went to Morrison's, bought a carrot cake, and we went and sat in the Sovereign of the Seas in Petswood. Weatherspoons. <laughs> Did Very... you have some of the carrot cake in Weatherspoons? No. No, that was for the next day when Marilyn and Bill were coming around. Oh, Marilyn and Bill. Yes. And that would be Marilyn Monroe. And Bill Oddie. Oh, those two. Yeah, yeah. We have them all round. I mean, you can't not give them nothing, can you? You can't not give them nothing. As mum said, though, by the time you had people around for cake, you may as well have them around for lunch. But they didn't want to stay for lunch. They had things to do. Anyway, sorry. Your New Year's resolutions. Tell me what you're going to say. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still, still sort of thinking quite a lot about Pet's Wood. Don't think about it too much. It won't lead to happiness. Although, I did go there for my driving lesson yesterday. Oh, you've got a new driving instructor, I've heard. Shh, don't, don't say. I haven't mentioned it to the last one yet. Oh, God, sorry. Does she I listen? I don't know. I don't think so. But no. you don't know who listens. That's the thing. We don't know who any of you are. We don't, well, I have a pretty good idea. But I, um, I've met a lot of you. Uh, but no, I, we went there for, yeah, so that was quite an interesting start to the year. Had a new driving lesson. But um, anyway, we won't talk about that. Because have you ever kept any New Year's resolutions before? No, never. What, have you, what sort of things have you made in the past? Giving up smoking. Um, no. That's not going that well. <laughs> uh, would you give up sugar? No. Would you go vegan? No, I, I'm sort of mostly veggie. Yeah, yeah, veggish. Veggish, yeah. And um, no. Would you give up? Uh, would you go raw? Can you imagine going on a raw oh, food diet? God, no. Apparently, you have loads of energy. Loads of energy. Really? Or yeah, because you don't have to cook anything, so you've got loads more energy. All that time I spent <laughs> over the stove. <laughs> Suddenly, you could spend See, that on doing star jumps. When I think of raw food, mm. is there was an episode of Sex in the City oh. when Samantha went to a raw food restaurant, and that's where she met Smith. Oh yes, go on. And he was nude. He was nude. Yeah. What in the restaurant? Yeah, because there it was like nude night. There was like no dressing on anything. Oh, very funny. Really attractive people walking around nude. Oh, I bet. I bet bet it was really funny. And Samantha was there, was she, going, oh, look at that cock. (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) My friend once described Sex and City as, oh, is it my, now, is it my friend? Did he tell me this or did he tell me that they said it on Family Guy? Either way, referred to it as uh, three prostitutes and their mother, (laughs) which I thought was really harsh. It really did tickle me for a while. Well, Sex and the City was fun. 
I think, and I did like it. I loved it. But, you know, like always, it's a bit like, I tell you what it's a bit like, it's a bit like Call the Midwife. Because, which I also love. Which I know you also love because you love a voiceover. Huge a concluding fanatic. voiceover. Oh my God, I can't begin to tell you how much I love. I would love that in my own life. I know I can, I can have an internal it. monologue. Just <laughs> sort of, I sat and I thought, are men really from Mars? Like, loved That's all of that. Is, yeah. Loved all of it. Maybe I could have a sausage. Like, it's all, <laughs> it's all like so sort of smug, I think. Yeah, it is quite smug. And it's they're all like, there's like one episode where Carrie like hasn't got enough money. But other than that, oh, it's yeah. like just like decadence in New but York. I love my apartment. Why should I leave for a man? Why should you leave for a man? It's a lovely apartment with a beautiful bathroom. I mean, it must be worth about $5 million. Yeah, that's the thing. But you seem to be making... For oh, writing one article you, though, a week. Yeah, from one article for like, what the is it? The Daily Star? Like, the da- <laughs> like, like, not even the New York Post. Sat there smoking, looking out the window all the time. She's always making Marlboros. Got a Mac. How is she affording yeah, this life? Yeah, she's got a Mac, isn't she? She keeps updating it. Because in the early ones, she's got one of those like clear plastic backings it to it. It starts off with a Hewlett Packard. I'm thinking of oh, first series. you've researched your props on this. I was the props girl on, on Sex and the City. City, which is amazing because it finished when I was about 17, <laughs> but I did manage to get sort of four years loyal service for them. <laughs> I remember phoning a guy and trying to be like all cool and ask him out for dates when you had to phone people for dates. Oh, God. Um, and would, would you have been on a, 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 you'd have been on a landline? I was on a Motorola, I think. Oh, and, no, on a um, Motorola, the one that flipped down? No, I wasn't a film star. <laughs> and uh, And... Then I was there with my friend and we just finished watching Sex and City. She said, why don't you phone him? Or we just coming to the end of Sex and City. He said, why don't you phone him? So I phoned him and he was like, oh, where are you? And I was like, oh, I'm just out with some friends, even though we were at home. And then suddenly the Sex and the City soundtrack, which is nothing says. I'm out with my friends, Samantha Miranda, Carrie and Charlotte. Nothing says lonely, single, gay more than the Sex and the City soundtrack in the background that you listen to with your female best friend. It was Carrie Bradshaw knows good sex. Oh, that's what it says on the bus. Is that what it says on the bus? And then she gets splashed by it. Yeah. Oh, so cruel. Life oh. in Manhattan. Um, you like New York, don't you? I do like New York, yes. I really want to go to New York soon. Yeah, it's once. fun. Yeah. Unique New best, York. It? It's really fun. Really fun. Did you watch Kill the Midwife, by the way? Kill the Midwife? No, I. No, I didn't see any of it. I didn't see any of the Christmas special. Oh, well, Jenny Agatha ended up doing the concluding uh, voiceover. I imagine they didn't get Vanessa Redgrave for very long. Jenny Agatha said something about, love comes in many forms, or something like that. Oh, we were all crying. But, you know, in the last series of Call the Midwife, there were lesbian characters. Yes, they were in the Christmas special as well. Were they? No. There were so many lesbians on television. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Lesbians in the Christmas special, but her girlfriend died, didn't she? Oh, I didn't see that one. Well, the Christmas special, she kept... Well, there was definitely a lesbian in a phone box. That's oh. not a euphemism. That's where they always are, isn't it, in the phone box? Well, apparently, yeah. They were kissing in a phone box. People were banging on the door behind. <gasps> oh, my God. I'm going to have to go home and watch the iPlayer. I'm, yeah. I've never been more excited. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's a bit... Um... My mum rang me to tell me the first series. Well, oh. it was in, like, the third series. But when it first happened, <laughs> she rang me and she went, have you watched the new series called The Midwife? I said, no, I haven't caught up on it yet. She went, you should watch it. There's some gay girls in it. <laughs> You'd like it. You probably know them. And yeah. then when one of them got hit by a car or something, she went, oh, did you find that sad? Oh. And I, and I did. I cried. Yeah. Well, did she definitely die from the car crash? Maybe she didn't die. Maybe she just had... Wait, the June, it was oh. a bit Harold Bishop came back with the Salvation Army. A little bit like that, yeah. Oh, well, I don't... Oh, I can't remember. There was something else. There were a few things that had, like, stories of illicit lesbian affairs in them. What was the other one? There's a few of them. 
I can't remember what the other ones were. I don't know, you just think about hanging out with me, because it's not that, <laughs> is it? I know, I've, I've, there's been a lot of lesbian storylines in my life. <laughs> it's actually you, my friend's yeah. life. <laughs> uh, but no Vanessa Redgrave at the end. Oh, I love it. And of course, they didn't know <laughs> what love was until they met each other, yeah. or something. Then of course it was the war, and people would come and go. <laughs> it's that sort of thing, isn't it? It's not set during the war, though. No, it's after the war. After Whatever. The war. Pam Ferris is the old bitch, isn't she? Love oh, Pam Ferris. Oh, she's good at it. I watched Matilda. Oh, I've never seen that. Oh, it's Is Pam so Ferris good. in that? Not in the musical, in the film. She's in the film? She's Miss Trunchbull. Oh, I always thought there was a man playing that. Oh, there is in the West End. Yeah. Sorry. So is she good? I bet she's quite a good... Yeah, she's a really scary Trunchbull. Oh, is she? With that torture instrument where they have to stand with the spikes inside the case. Oh, yeah, what's it called? The chokey. The chokey. It's so horrific, not isn't it? Not the chokey. Yeah. And isn't it, it's got that really annoying girl playing Matilda. That's not how I imagine Matilda at all. How do you imagine her? Um, sort of a, a bit a, like my friend Sarah. A sketch from Quentin Blake. Yeah, a bit like a bit like she had very <laughs> angular hair <laughs> and, and a blue dress and a blue on dress. A, <laughs> on a lot of books. That's how yeah, I see it. Always like that. Yeah, always quite spiky. Uh, something personality. like that. No, very very meek. Whereas the girl who plays her in the film, she moves her mouth too much when she talks, like someone's told her to enunciate. Oh yeah, that is quite true. I'm not going to be able to enjoy. No, I've ruined it Miracle now. That's me all. Either now. Yeah, I've never watched that because of that girl. Well, I've got a year. Hopefully, I'll forget about it by then. Hopefully. What else did you watch over Christmas, by the way? Oh, I watched the Catherine Tate Nuns special. Oh yes, it was really good. Yeah, it was fun, wasn't it? Really yep. fun. I um yes, I liked it a lot. All the which uh, our friend Brett popped up in. I was going to say my f- our friend Brett was in that. He's a comedian. Oh, so handsome. He super is so handsome. super Brett. And he's um, in a film called Super Bob. Watch it. Yeah, his film Super Bob, marvelous. Um, and what else did I watch? Oh, and then I watched Silver Linings Playbook when I got got in oh, on New Year's Eve. It's such a good film. Such a good film. I even downloaded the soundtrack. And that I don't do very. Well. I don't do that lightly because that's seven ninety nine on iTunes. That is seven ninety nine on iTunes. Yeah. What have you seen? Joy. No, not I'm as going... in like the emotion. I have it occasionally, but um, no, I haven't seen Joy. But I think I'm going to go and see it this week. I think I might go and see it this week. Let me know when you go. Okay, I might take my mum. Do you want to come with us? Sure, I'd love to go. Great. Um, I think I thought Silver Linings Playbook was really great. He's good, isn't he, Bradley Cooper? Yeah, he is good. I mean, she's great as well. She's yeah. very good. She's an it's, awesome it's a really sweet story. And it could have been really sugary, but it wasn't. No, just they have. she wants to learn this dance. They're both depressed. They're both depressed in this sort of suburban town. And Robert De Niro was good. He's he's he's. Do you know, I'm going to say it, and I think I might be the first person to say this, but Go I on. think I think Robert De Niro is a good actor. I think he's going to be huge. <laughs> I think there's a really good chance of it. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. And the mum's good as well. I don't know her name. Oh, because she's a woman. Oh, yeah, thanks, Tom. That's why. And I haven't seen her. I don't know, normally know people's names unless they're famous. Who do you know her name? No, I know your name. You're not famous yet. <laughs> not but I've yet. got a feeling you're going to be huge. Like Robert De Niro. Like Robert De Niro. Like I'm our dear friend. the void. Bob De Niro. Uh, well, well, I don't know about that. But yes, I probably will be the next Robert De Niro. I've That's got a very similar nice. casting. Everyone says it. I, I mean, he's a lot like Robert De Niro. He's so much like Robert De Niro. Um, so New Year's resolutions. Thank you. So, uh, so what would you suggest I take on as a New Year's resolution? Is it to wear more beige? Because I am wearing a lot of beige today. You look very good in beige. Well done. Well, mum always says it's draining. I can't wear it. Oh, that's what mum says to me. But you're wearing quite a... You're wearing sort of more of a camel. Camel toe. Camel toe. That's why you've got the ump. <laughs> oh, 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 happy yeah. New Year. <laughs> what, um, what do you think I should have as a New Year's resolution then? I don't know. I think you're pretty good. Oh, thanks. Um, I think you're pretty good. I'll put that on my tombstone. Yep. Yeah, he was pretty good. I, um, was I don't know. 
You going to go to Edinburgh and do a shop there? Mm, yes. Me too. Mm, yes. Oh. I'm going I'm, I'm to make my um, my work-life balance better. Oh, that's a good one. That is because a good one. I think that I work quite a lot and I have quite a lot of sort of nice life stuff. But mm. I think I spend a lot of time sort of just doing, like being on Facebook or doing stuff yeah. That I don't need to do. Yeah. We fool ourselves into thinking it's important. And yeah. I always think it's not important. It's not important. Like back in Henry VIII's day, they didn't have Facebook. No, they weren't. You know, they didn't know that. They reformed, they reformed the church. They did. They reformed the church. I mean, if they, you, can, you can reform <laughs> the church without Facebook, then you can do anything. You can do anything. So, yeah, that, yeah that's going to be one of my news resolutions. And to make sure that my nails are painted better. Look how bad that is. Oh, look at you. Terrible. Oh, yes. You look like, I don't know what the thing is with somebody with chip nails. What would you say about it? Is there like a saying about somebody with chip nails? No, oh, not did, really. No. When did you paint them? <sighs> two days ago. Oh, I lost my engagement ring two days ago. <gasps> oh, Tom, it was most Oh, now you tell us. What? What happened? Well... I was painting my nails and all of a sudden okay. I realised my ring wasn't on. Oh so I freaked God, out. Yeah. We tore the, the, the apartment. Oh I say apartment. We live in a flat. Um, we, <laughs> it's an apartment. Well, if we we're in America, we yeah. took all the cushions off the sofa bed, uh. pulled it all out, uh. went into the bedroom, looked through the bed, rang mum because we'd been there the day before. Mum, is it your house? No, it's not my house. Then we thought, right, okay, we're going to have to go and check the car. Then we'd done a big shop at Tesco in the, <gasps> earlier in the day. So we had to get back to the big Tesco, which is a half an hour drive away. So it was about an hour and 15 round trip. Got to Tesco. They hadn't found it. Looked around the car. Oh, Susie, oh my this God, is the I'm worst. Like, like like crying and like oh, freaking out and then apologising oh to Tony. What's Tony being, saying? Tony's being very calm. I mean, considering it was only like three episodes ago that you got these I know. Rings. I've literally had the ring for three weeks. Um, <laughs> like freaking out. Anyway, then got home again. Thought, okay, I'll tear the apartment apart once more. So I'll then, just tear the apartment down. I'll just I, like, burn looked everywhere. I yeah. was like even looking in the oven. You never know. Fridge, up the turkey. Up the turkey. <laughs> and... Anyway, then looked in the washing machine. It wasn't in the washing machine, but we've got those washing tablets at the moment that yeah. are like gooey balls. Yeah. Because of the damp weather, one had got stuck to it. When I'd pulled it off, it pulled the ring off. So now I'm wearing <sighs> my ring on the middle finger until I've got time to go and get it resized. So hang on. What? So what? how did the ring get stuck to the gooey ball? Because I'd put on a wash. So you put on a wash and then you put the gooey ball on top. But I'd put my hand into the to a... To a Oh, a tub of them. A tub of them. And they'd, they'd claimed it back. Apparently so. Because then I looked in uh, there and it was in there. And I uh, cried tears of joy uh, when I found it. Talk about joy. And then uh, Tony turned around to me and went, can you believe I didn't bollock you for that? <laughs> you literally had that for three weeks. I don't know how I didn't. And then she said, and then I was worried because I thought I'm going to have to go out, rebuy the same ring and hide it somewhere in the house so that you think that you found it. Oh. Which was the sweetest thing. That but, is the loveliest thing. But I hadn't she lost it. She would do that as well. But so maybe to be a bit more careful as well. Yeah, be a bit more careful with your rings. And don't use those squidgy balls. Mum says. Go on, mum's net. Mum's net says. <laughs> <laughs> My mum says. Uh, that uh, the the stuff they're in that makes them that 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 sort of whatever that material is, which claimed your ring, yeah, also will will block up your your washing machine pipes. Oh really? I mean, people tune into this podcast for the most glamorous things, and what they get is some cold hard facts. Cold hard facts about clogging up your washing machine pipes. So that's that's what Mum finds. I don't know if you found that with your pipes. No, not really. Hmm. We're not allowed them in our house. Do you have any new queer resolutions? So after this long discussion about whether I have any new queer resolutions, I think it is to be, I want to say slightly more disciplined. Um, 
And I, I don't mean that in the sense of, I think I am fairly disciplined, but I think to be a little bit more uh, better at planning. I think I did do a lot of planning last year and it paid off. I think now I have to go, okay, what do I want to achieve this morning? Okay, I'm going to take that off. Yes. I had I had a really I did a preview last night the first one of the year. Oh, why didn't you tell us about that? Well, why would I? It's it's it's, it's the show is pretty funny. It needs to get a lot funnier. But um, I sort of got up and had to do a few emails and then just made myself work. And I yeah, and lots of things like really worked. And I felt really excited about the show Brilliant. after the gig last night. And you know, it just shows, doesn't it, when you really do. Yeah, commit to something. It's hard, yeah. I think, when you work from home or when you, you know, it must be the same if you're a student and you have like lots of time mm. to do stuff. Yeah, you know, it's sometimes hard to really focus in on what it is that you need to do, and it's very easy to sort of go, oh, well, I'm doing my accounts. That's the same as working, but that's not the same as working because it's not creative. It yeah. is something that's important yeah. that you have to do. But yeah. You can sort of fool yourself into thinking that that's yeah. your creative work, but it's not. Yeah, so, and I think demarking time to go. Okay, I'm going to do an hour of accounts today. Yes, exactly. See what I can get done. Exactly. And then after that hour, I'm going to stop. And not having that sort of bullying mentality of like, you haven't done enough. Look at you. You should have done all of this. In You're a terrible person. You're yeah, going to die. <laughs> not today, yeah. but one day. Oh, yeah, God. yeah, yeah. All of that. I think, yeah, doing that. And I read a thing some t- on TED, the website, not TED Talks, but like TED.com or something. I don't know okay. what's called. Um I don't know what the website is. Look it up. But the um, but one of the, they were saying about being creative, and one of the things they said was uh, don't, like the in a saboteur, mm. the, in a critic, um, it's just ego, and just sometimes it's worth having a word with that and going, it's it, and it's a fear thing as well, like going, you know, it's okay. All I'm going to try and do today is, you know, write a poem. Yeah. So I'm not going to affect the world. I'm not going to change anything. I'm just writing a little poem. So yep. let's keep the voices to a minimum because it's not that big a deal. How many voices do you have in your head? Twenty five, twenty six. No, I didn't. I woke up. I had a nightmare last night. Oh God! With his voice was going, Thomas, and I woke up with a with a jolt. I'd only been asleep half an hour. It's really scary. Tom, that's terrifying. Yeah, it was really terrifying. Did you manage to get back to sleep? Not for ages. I haven't been sleeping very well, actually. Did you? Were you scared in your bed? Yeah, I sleep with. I had to sleep with the light on, which I do often do anyway. I put the light on and I put a podcast. Thomas. Yeah. Thomas. Thomas. The. It could have been a snake. <gasps> no, I wasn't Which lying I on my back. Of. I wasn't lying on my back. I only dream about snakes when I'm lying on my back. Well, Maybe. there you go. Yeah. There you go. Well, I hope whatever your New Year's resolutions are, they're more organised than ours. <laughs> yes. And, you know, don't beat yourself up about new beginnings and everything. It's okay. Just stick with the old stuff if it works. Yeah, absolutely. Just stumble through your life like we all do. And have fun. Yeah, if you've got time, you know. But, um, you know, don't start smoking. That's a good news resolution. Yeah, don't start smoking. Don't make starting smoking your news resolution, I'd say. Or like heroin or something. Yeah, definitely don't smoke any of those substances. Yeah, that seems like a really bad way to start the year. And, um, and wear more camel. Wear more camel. It's good for everyone. Yeah, that's my advice. Well, thank you for listening to Like Minded Friends. Oh. And do join us again next week. Oh, and before we go, what we should tell people about oh, yeah, is uh, our tour dates uh, oh, that we have yes. coming up in the autumn. We've got a number of dates coming up, and they're on um, the 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 best thing to do is to head to either my website tomindeed.com or Susie's website susieruffle.co.uk. Uh, head to one of those websites, either one, and there's a link there to uh, the the gigs page. The, the, you, know, yeah. you can buy tickets from there. And we're going all over the shop. We're going to Portsmouth, Birmingham, all Wales, over <laughs> yeah. Wales. We're going up else. north. We're going to we're going to Manchester. We're going yeah. to 
somewhere else as well. We're going to a few pl- a lot, a lot of yeah, places. Yeah, we've got so about be, 10 dates in. So. It'll be a lot of fun and um, we'd love to see you there. So do come along. Yes, do come and join us. Uh, until next week, thank you for listening to Like Minded Friends. Thank you for listening. Happy New Queer. Happy New Queer. <laughs>